Hi, my wonderful sweet babies. It's Destin Choice, and I really had to get on my podcast and give some of my unpopular opinions that I know damn well wouldn't really pass the vibe check on my main YouTube channel. So I'm getting on here talking about my unpopular opinions because you guys know these ruffle people's feathers. And let me just say that I don't give a fuck if people are upset. I don't give a fuck if people are mad, if you're triggered. These are unpopular opinions. So I said what the fuck I said, and you might change my mind or you might not. But I just want to get my podcast and share some unpopular opinions that might trigger the fuck out of people and make people unsubscribe to my podcast. So my first unpopular opinion is Dame Dash is dirty as fuck and wrong as hell for what he did to Aaliyah. Now, if you guys didn't know, Aaliyah and Dame Dash had a very wonderful relationship, goal-type relationship in the media when she was alive. And everyone knows that her last recent ex was Dame Dash. But my issue with Dame Dash is this. He claims that R. Kelly is a disgusting person, R. Kelly was a, was a very bad man, and Aaliyah told him some shit about R. Kelly, and he was one of the main advocates when that whole surviving R. Kelly shit came out, and when everybody started talking about R. Kelly all over again. He was even trying to talk about it. She couldn't. Yeah. And I remember Leah trying to talk about it, and she couldn't. You know, she just would leave it at that dude was a bad man. And I didn't really want to know what he did to the extent that I might feel the need, you know, to approach to, to, to just deal with it. Just because just that's what a man does. But it just was so much hurt for her to revisit it. It was like, I wouldn't even want to revisit it without a professional. But I find it funny how even during his relationship with Aaliyah, he was still working with R. Kelly. Yes, he was still working and in, in affiliation with R. Kelly. And as much as Dame Dash tries to play the victim and deny it, Dame Dash, get the fuck out of your narcissism. You know what the hell you did. You were in R. Kelly and Jay-Z's Fiesta music video. With that. Whoa. Several people noted Dash appeared in Kelly's 2000 video for Fiesta, but Dash has a perfectly good reason for that. In an interview with Hip Hop Motivators, he said he only agreed to be in the video because of his then-girlfriend, Aaliyah. But, you know, from what I heard or what I saw on Instagram, he called me a liar. I mean, I really am not on the best of both worlds. I didn't go to a, a, a show. I didn't have my name on any of that. I didn't... Uh, I was in Fiesta, but only because Aaliyah said to do it exactly that way, so I did what she wanted me to do. Sweet. You never seen me with this dude. Right. What are you talking about? Like, because he with him, I'm with him. You don't see no picture of me with him. Even down to that Fiesta stupid shit everybody talking about. Right. I wasn't in no scene with homie. Right. I was like, yo, I'm not getting no scene with homie. Period. You don't see it. Y'all looking for it. You never find it. Don't ever put that shit on me. That ain't I, what... I find it offensive. You in a whole music video uh, doing your little grandpa shuffle. I find that very difficult and hard to believe that Aaliyah would tell her current boyfriend to go do a music video and be affiliated with her ex. That traumatized her. I would like to thank ExpressVPN for sponsoring today's episode. If you guys aren't familiar with a VPN, a VPN is a virtual private network that protects your connection. Now, truth be told, my life is basically the internet. So people sometimes will oftentimes try to play my emails, send me sketchy links, and a lot of times a VPN can protect you from that. Now, I'm someone that likes to book my flights. I love to go on shopping and shop online, but sometimes a lot of sites will do sketchy things, especially airlines, where they'll hijack the prices and they know you're constantly looking for prices because a lot of times these sites that sell you products will scan your connection and give you the highest price, and I'm not with that. With ExpressVPN, all you do is turn on a simple on switch and boom, your connection is instantaneously protected. On top of that, ExpressVPN can be used on your smart TV, your laptop, your computer, or any device you use to connect to the internet in order to protect your server. And the best thing you can do in these times is to protect your server. 
And VPNs like ExpressVPN are here to save the day and protect your server from any salacious, weird, and sketchy people who want to sell your data and information. But here's the kicker. ExpressVPN was kind enough to offer me a discount code. So if you guys want to get three months for free on a one-year package, all you got to do is use my code expressvpn.com slash timeout. Protect your server, protect your data, protect all your information, and check out ExpressVPN and take advantage of this limited offer. I refuse to donate any of my damn money to fight cancer organizations. Let me explain. A lot of these fight cancer organizations have been around since I was a fucking teeny bopper, since I was a fetus. Why the fuck have so many years and decades gone by and there still isn't a fucking cure? What the fuck are y'all researching? Now we all know that a lot of people have debunked the cure for cancer and they say that a lot of it stems from poor eating habits, deficiencies, and so on and so forth. But that's never been scientifically proven because you know you gotta trust the science. But as we all know, many people just wind up one day and get cancer. They get cancer or they find something in their body that's going to turn into cancer in the new future if they don't take care of themselves, if they don't get enough vitamins, get enough sunlight, or if they consume too much carcinogenic bullshit that's bad for their system. And in most cases, cancer can run in people's family because of deficiencies, the way your body is, your genetic makeup, and so on and so forth. But what more research needs to be done? Bitch, I'm pretty sure y'all done made millions and trillions of dollars because y'all know how when you go to Subway and it says, oh, would you like to donate 15 cents or 25 cents to the fight cancer organization and the cancer research shit? I'm like, bitch, forgive me, but I hit decline immediately. You ain't gonna guilt trip me to help these fucking billion dollar corporations get attacked right off because believe it or not, anytime you see the little donate button when you go to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or anywhere else, a lot of times, you're helping these billion-dollar corporations get a tax write-off because you're giving them free money on top of the food that you're, you're buying, and then they get a tax write-off for donating all the money that the customers give them. So they get to write all that shit off on their taxes. Oh, fuck no, bitch. Fuck no. You ain't gonna guilt-trip me into clicking, yes, I would like to donate 25 cents. I will keep my coin. And yes, a lot of times, you never know. Maybe they are pursuing research i have a hard time believing that they are it's been so many decades so many years and they're just trying to find some, some one little pill that's going to get rid of cancer as a whole when in reality they can't even fucking get rid of it because it's a billion dollar industry a lot of these organizations that claim to be trying to do cancer research are in cahoots with big pharma and oh my god i hope they don't fuck around and assassinate my ass they're in cahoots with big pharma and all these medical industries and the truth is this it's a billion dollar industry for a reason. They create the problem and then eventually they have to find a solution that they can hand you. I learned my lesson during the whole BLM and all these people making these fucking charities and GoFundMe's and I don't know where the hell my money's going. I just felt guilty for not donating. I learned my lesson and I ain't giving nobody shit. Not a damn diddly squat shit because I don't know where the hell that money's going. I don't know who's using it as a tax write-off. I don't know who's benefiting from it. And I don't know who's getting a percentage of it. And in many cases, a lot of these quote-unquote nonprofits and these fight cancer organizations that collect all these funds, they get a big-ass percentage just to come back 10, 20 years, 30 years, 40, 50, 60 years down the line. And there still ain't no cure. Ain't no update, bitch. Okay, uh. Like, I just wish I could ask these people, okay, so what did you do with my 26 cents that I gave you in 2007, bitch? What did you do with my 26 cents and how much research did y'all do with that? That's all I'm saying. I will donate directly if possible, but I will not give these fucking organizations, especially not through Chick-fil-A or through Subway or through these big major corporations so they can get a fucking tax write-off. They got me 
fucked up. Hypergamy is very reasonable and it's not a bad thing. For those of y'all who don't know what the fuck hypergamy is, hypergamy is when women want to date into wealth and money so that way they can have kids born into wealth and money. That's the best way to put it. A lot of people look at it as you being a gold digger, you only looking for a bag, you only looking for an opportunity. But let me just put it this way. Most relationships are transactional, rather it's sexually, mentally, spiritually, or physically. But I hate to say it, hypergamy is necessary. A lot of motherfucking dudes are broke. A lot of dudes are bums. A lot of dudes are scammers and thieves and connivers and manipulators living off their siblings, living off their parents, living off their mama, living off their daddy's income, or they living off of sugar mamas and sugar daddies and shit. A lot of bitches are broke and a lot of dudes are broke. But guess what? Women have and always will be the prize. And women know this. Women unconsciously know this even though they try their best and sometimes act like they don't know it. But they do. Men come to you. That's why you stand around and look pretty and look cute all the time. And then they offer something to you, i.e. opportunity, his own shit, having his own shit together, his own car, his own house, his own this, his own that. And usually a male will add to a woman. And that's so reasonable. I hate to say it, but a lot of times women rather just have a man that has his shit together. And if he wants to pay all her bills for her, then a lot of times women will flock to, to that and just tend to the kids. Or if she doesn't have kids, she can just let the man pay all her bills and take care of her. And a lot of men have no problem with that. So why should these women flock to these broke dudes who are trying to push them to work hard and make more money and try to make the same wages them and split all the utilities and split all the bills? Bitch, fuck that. A lot of chicks have the opportunity to date a dude who will pay all their bills for them. And why the fuck would they give a, a dude who has no money, doesn't have his shit together, a chance when she can give the big baller a chance, who can bring her some generational wealth, who she can raise her kids with. Of course, if he makes you happy, you should be with him. You shouldn't just date somebody for money. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is hypergamy is reasonable. Date somebody who you feel like will advance your bloodline, who you feel like is going to advance you. Because a lot of dudes are scammers. They're broke and got no money. And truth be told, that's a really big reason why a lot of dudes will go on Instagram and flaunt their money. Like, if you ever see a dude putting money to his ear, he broke his fuck and is probably trying to flex to get some women. If you see a dude always taking pictures next to cars, he broke his fuck and is probably trying to attract women or men or whatever the fuck he's into. The truth is this. Motherfuckers are broke these days and women don't have time for that shit in 2021, 2022, 2023, or no time soon. So I full-on respect it. If you want to date someone who has their shit together, isn't a scammer, isn't a fraud, and has a ton of money, then go for it. There's a reason why women are fed up and are so big on hypergamy nowadays and why a lot of women are big on fuck, fuck niggas, get money. I want a dude who has a bag. I want a dude who's going to take care of me. Because dudes are out here doing fraud, tax fraud, income tax fraud, stealing from stores and shit. So that's not to say that you should turn down the dude who's working for Uber or working for McDonald's or working for this because maybe he has potential. But life is just too short now for a woman in her fucking mid-20s, especially her damn late 20s and early 30s, to give a chance to a dude who is settling for less and doesn't have his shit together. I don't full-on say fuck the dudes who are, you know, working the 9-to-5 jobs and aren't making much money or making the annual average. I'm just saying that I don't blame women for having that option because they do have options. 
They have loads of options. Women have tons of options, and I get it. Society is very hard on males. They are. And life is hard for everyone, but it's even tougher for men because men are expected to be tough, masculine, not show energy, not show their feminine side. But I feel like almost every woman has that horror story where she decides to give a dude with potential a chance and he completely fucked her over. There I said it. A lot of women don't want to wait for a dude to get his shit together or wait for a dude to find his goals or passion. A lot of times women want to go for the dude who has his shit together and has a high gaining job. And I don't blame that shit at all. So hypergamy, tch, I have no issue with it. But all I will say is if you're a man or a woman seeking hypergamy, please be upfront. Don't go around breaking somebody's heart. Be transparent about what you want if you're a grown ass adult. You shouldn't feel bad about having a preference about wh where you want someone to be financially or in life. But just be upfront and don't go around breaking people's hearts and playing them. Just be upfront and you'll get exactly what you want. Because at the end of the day, the truth will set you free. And people will respect you more if you're real and honest and upfront. Rarely anyone cares if Doja Cat quits music. Honestly, do people really give a fuck? Like, I get it. She was mad as fuck because she's overworked. She's overbared. Her label got her doing too much. Her manager is overbooking her. She agreed to all this shit that she signed up for. I don't care. Not one piss or shit in a bucket of Doja Cat quitting music. She makes great music and she's made enough music that I can vibe to for the rest of her life. I'm good, I don't really care if she decides to quit music. But just don't be upset when in the, in the next two or three years when your label drops to you, you're not selling as much as you used to, or you become one of those 2000s artists that end up being forgotten. I don't think a man is gay if he wants to date a trans woman. Now that opinion really ruffles some feathers because I done got into some debates with some people about this shit, but I, thought about this when we saw Benzino. If you guys didn't know, Benzino recently got outed because he allegedly, it was confirmed by him that it wasn't true, but there was rumors circulating of him messing around with a trans woman, Shauna Brooks. And again, he said it wasn't true. And a lot of people said, oh, that nigga, that dude is gay. Oh, he's, uh, he's down low. This New York dude gay. You know, if a dude likes a trans woman, I don't think it makes him gay because you gotta remember, a trans woman just looks like a woman. You know, when you see someone like Laverne Cox, she's a beautiful trans woman, but you would just look at her and be like, okay, yeah, that, that's a woman. If you didn't know she was trans, right? The same thing can go for someone like Amaya Scott is a perfect example. She's a very beautiful woman. And when I would see her at first glance, I wouldn't even think she's trans. You know what I mean? I wouldn't think that she was once a, a man who transitioned into a trans woman. So... You see what I mean here? There's a reason why a lot of celebrities are always getting outed for liking trans women. A lot of times they just see a woman. And a lot of times dudes will just fuck anything if it looks pretty and has a nice set of makeup and a wig on it. That's just the truth. Dudes don't give a fuck how it looks. If you smell nice and you look average or decent, a dude will just fuck anything. So I don't think it's gay for a male to want to be with trans women. But then again, people will bring up the argument, but what if he's being intimate with that trans woman and he sees genitalia even though not all trans people have their genitalia but i don't think it makes him gay it, he, it doesn't make him straight he might even be pansexual or some other shit sexual because you guys know that sexualize the spectrum and there's a lot of other sexuals on the scale but i don't think it makes him gay and that's just the truth and i know it's gonna start some controversy but i don't think it does like even malik yoba is a good example Malik Yoba was that guy in that Tyler Perry film. I believe he was in Why Did I Get Married? And people gave him a lot of shit because he said that he was attracted to trans black women. And he got a lot of shit for that. A lot of people were like, no, motherfucker, you're gay. You like men's. You like dick. You just admit it. But 
he also physically likes what he sees as a woman. So Malik Yo wouldn't look at me and be attracted to me. He wouldn't be attracted to the next average dude walking down the street. He's attracted to what he sees on the outside, a woman. Just the same thing goes for even a woman. If a woman is attracted to a, a trans man who was once a woman, but now transitioned into a man, I don't think it makes her a lesbian. She physically sees a male, she's attracted to this individual, and she might just be pansexual. Kanye's mental health is no excuse for why he acts like that. Kanye is impulsive, arrogant as fuck, and I don't give a fuck about no damn bipolar disorder. Bipolar my ass. Kanye is a grown ass man with a billion dollars and three children. We need to stop using Kanye's mental health as an excuse to enable his bad behavior. Kanye knows what the fuck he's doing and he knows how he's acting. I'm tired of this whole, he's probably having an episode or, oh my gosh, he's struggling with his mental health. Bitch, we all struggling with our mental health. Seasonal depression is real and a lot of us have neurological disorders, but many of us have not taken the, the initiative to get go, to go get diagnosed. A lot of us have ADD, ADHD, bipolar disorder, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, schizo, whatever. We all have neurological disorders and I wish more of us got diagnosed so that way we would be more open-minded. Ariana Grande makes R&B music, but because she's a white girl no one is going to ever give her a pass as an r&b artist which i feel like works for her and against her i feel like it works for her because award shows can call any fucking thing she does pop music because she's white but then it works against her because she'll also get credited and awarded for r&b music and get backlash from black and urban communities because she ain't black so ariana grande is an r&b artist and a pop artist and i feel like she shouldn't just be boxed in because she's white. Same thing for Drake. Drake also makes pop music. He's a pop star and a rapper and an R&B star. But for some reason, he only gets boxed in as a rapper whenever he releases music. And, ooh, here it comes. I gotta put it out there, and I'm gonna just put it out there. Monique was absolutely fucking right when she straight up said, please, my loves, stop wearing the bonnets and please stop dressing out inappropriately. I get it. Monique has a very justified point. Um, it took me a minute to say what I'm getting ready to say because I want to make sure I'm not saying it in judgment and I want to make sure I'm saying it from a place of love. Y'all, some of y'all have given me the title of auntie and I'm honored that y'all do that, right? But there are times where auntie got to talk to her babies and say some real shit. So yesterday I was in the airport in Atlanta because I'm in Jackson, Mississippi now at Chuckles Comedy Club, right? And we got three shows tonight. We got a matinee at 5.30, then we got seven, then we got 10, right? And I'm excited. I always love going to the stage. So when we got to the airport yesterday, I was excited like, all right, baby, let's go get them in Jackson, Mississippi. And as we begin to walk through the airport, I saw so many, actually too many to count and too many for me to tap, but I saw so many of our young sisters in head bonnets, scarves, slippers, pajamas, blankets wrapped around them, and this is how they're showing up to the airport. And it, I've been seeing it not just at the airport, I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. I've been seeing sisters showing up with these bonnets and headscarves and their slippers. And the question that I'm having to you, my sweet babies, when did we lose pride in representing ourselves? When did we step away of let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home? 
Let me make sure I'm representing the family I created so that if I'm out in the street, I look like I have pride in myself. And I'm not saying no full face of makeup. I'm not saying no full front lace frontal. I'm not saying none of that. All I'm saying is, could you please comb your hair? And if you don't want to comb your hair, they got enough shit out here now, baby, where you can style yourself up and look like you have pride. I'm not saying you don't have pride, but the representation that you're showing, someone would have to ask you to know that you had it. So my sweet babies, for the ones that do call me auntie, I love you for real. Even the ones that don't, I love y'all asses too. But the babies that say auntie to me, please listen to auntie. Always have pride in your representation of you. It's not to get a man. It's not. It is just your representation of you, my sweet babies. When she says that we got to start looking presentable if we want to be treated with respect. And this goes for everyone. And image is everything. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. And I learned that as I got older, but image is everything. It sucks that it's almost like you're being pretentious and trying to impress people. But then it also benefits you because it makes you more confident. It makes you want to style yourself more. It makes you want to take care of yourself. And your confidence just goes up when you literally look your best. So when you kind of point what she said, if you want to start being treated with respect, start looking presentable. You know, she got a lot of backlash because she told a lot of women, more specifically black women, to stop wearing bonnets and shit to airports and out and about. And stop wearing like, you know, raggedy clothes and pajamas when you're on at the, air, at the airport. But she had a point. She had a point. If you want to be treated for spec, you got to look presentable. It's bad enough that there's already prejudices against certain people because of the way you look. Whether you're Muslim, black, white, if you're of any religion at all. But looking presentable to Westernized standards will open a lot of doors for you. You'd be surprised who's watching. You'd be surprised who's willing to give you an opportunity and who's not based on the way you look. I'm just saying, you can't find a job, step, your, step, step the way you look up. You can't attract somebody, step up the way you step up your wardrobe. Looks really do matter. And it sucks, but it also will benefit you and make you more confident. So Monique had a point when she said that we got to start looking presentable if we want to start being treated like kings and queens and all that other shit. I hope y'all enjoyed this Unpopular Opinions video. These Unpopular Opinions are very triggering. These are the ones that I probably thought I would have to delete and not post. But this is all I had to say. I appreciate you guys listening to today's podcast. Please be sure to check out ExpressVPN. Make sure you guys email me, join my Patreon. It's only $2. And hit me up on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and hit me up on Twitter. I reply to almost everyone on Twitter and I reply to emails. So thank you everyone. Unpopular opinions and have a blessed day. Choice out this bitch. And whew, I just lost a hell of subscribers, but oh well.